and welcome back to the BNS Awesome Podcast. I'm Jimmy Dean. And I'm Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I believe it. And this is episode 15. It is? I just looked, yes. <laughs> we have had 15 episodes. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about two movies and then just we'll go we'll get into gaming. Yeah. We're, we're too cool to watch a TV show on this one. Yeah, it was... I don't know. We haven't, there hasn't been much coming out lately, anyways, for TV shows. Well, there is. We just don't want to talk about it. That's right. Spoilers. <laughs> we'll watch. We'll watch something soon. Anyways, yeah. How about we? Uh, I'll let you start, Bob. What? Uh, do you want to talk about Space Cop first? I was gonna let you start, but I I will run this. I will be the conductor. I will let you conduct my train. Anything. All right. So, the first movie we watched is called Black, Black Mountain Side. And uh, I'd like to. I'd like to have your. How was How was this brought to our attention? This movie. So on Twitter we had uh, somebody follow us. I believe that's how it happened. Somebody followed us. Uh, his name is Nick. I'm gonna butcher this name. Nick Swazowski. It sounds foreign, doesn't it? Yeah, Sastikwaj. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's really hard to pronounce. I'm sorry, Nick. Nick Jesus. If we if we had one of my more Soviet associates, we'd probably say it. Yes. It's like it's like when you see Wisniewski. You Maybe don't, it is and, and, I'm trying to say, like, when you see Wisniewski, if you didn't know how to pronounce it, you'd be like, I wouldn't pronounce it that way it's spelled if I had never heard it before. Yeah. Anyways. So, so maybe, like, the T is silent. Maybe the J is so. silent. <laughs> There's a J in there. I'm I, it is. Maybe. We'll, we'll take the J as silent, I think. We'll, we'll run it through Google Translate after this and but anyways, whatever it comes up as. So, I can't remember if we followed Nick or Nick followed us or how it worked. Anyways, Nick's a, a director and he made... A really good movie that we just watched called Black Mountainside. He gave us a code to watch the movie. I bought it halfway through. Yeah, we got halfway through the <laughs> there movie. There was two copies left on Amazon, and now there's only one left. And Bob bought one, yeah. Up yours, everybody. <laughs> I wasn't expecting somebody to sh- get a hold of us about like checking out their movie. So this was like really cool for me. Yeah, like I said, big shout out to Nick for sending us the copy, the digital copy and stuff. So I'll let you start off with a little bit of synopsis. Synopsis. Yeah, synopsis. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed this movie. And I'm not doing that just to be a shill. But it, it's it's a slower movie. It's a slower horror thriller movie. I quite I liked it. It had great effects. And it had great visuals and sound. The visuals were stunning. But let's, let's get into the plot. Okay, so in the Arctic BC... Even though the Yukon is a thing, it's Arctic yeah. BC. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what it says at the start. Yeah, Arctic BC though. But anyhow, they're at a, the most northern outpost in BC. Yeah. But there's nothing above it in the Yukon. We're <laughs> we're, 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 we're nitpicking just to be dicks, but yeah, <laughs> like this this is a good movie. Um, there's a research outpost because they found pre-Mayan artifacts. They're thinking. Yeah. So basically, there's a reserve a little bit to the south, and there's a group of Five people? I think five or... There's maybe more, because there's, there's workers, too. So so maximum maybe ten people there. So uh, they've found these ruins, and an inspector comes in, because he wants to get they, more money, yeah. more grant money from the government. So he's coming in to, you know, see how things are going and do an audit. Yeah, basically. check out how their uh, research is actually going with everything. So, uh, like I said, that's the basic plot. Then they uncover main thing. The workers all get scared and leave. Yeah, so... But they leave to the north. 
Yeah, they leave to the north. So it's we're gonna, little... if, if we're going to talk about this movie at this point, we're probably going to have to get into spoilers. Yeah, uh, so if you are listening... If you want to watch this movie and enjoy it and like be fresh, ignore us after this point. Like, turn this off and go watch Blackside Mountain. Yeah, like, it's... Black Mountainside. Yeah, Black, <laughs> Black Mountainside. Uh, I'm not too too sure how long we're going to be, but maybe I'll throw something in I'll in post and tell you yeah, when you can turn it back is, on. It's hard to talk about a horror movie. If you get into it without spoilers. Yeah. So I might throw something in right here just to say how long it takes us to get through this. To skip ahead to whatever point. Alright. So when they're uncovering it, somebody goes crazy and kills a cat. Yeah. And like... And this was the cutest... It was like a plush cat almost. I felt like we should have called them mittens or something. (laughs) I don't know. It, It was a cute little gray cat. So anyways, yeah, they... They get like this call on the radio that somebody's killed the cat. So the guy's like, gets on the radio. He's like, dude, did you just kill a cat? He's like, no, man. <laughs> I didn't do that. He's like, the workers just saw you kill the cat, though. Nope. Wasn't me, man. And you're like, what the fuck? So, uh, yeah. Mystery and intrigue starts to go. One guy vomits up black ink. Yeah. It was clear. After thinking about everything in the movie, it's clearly black ink. It, it clearly is black ink. And I was like, oh. It's blood, but it, yeah, it's black ink for sure. This is, like I said, this is going to be spoilers. This is the yeah. last warning of spoilers. Yeah, that's, yeah. So anyways, the black ink comes out. They go, they... They're, they're, they're basically, they're trapped off. For some reason, they can't get signals out. They're in a remote outpost all by themselves. Their workers have went north into the woods for some reason. Which as opposed to south to the reserve. Yeah. There's no way out. There's no communication. They don't know what to do. So it's just basically the slow descent into madness. But the thing comes <laughs> up. Like I, I had a like, if you've seen the movie The Thing, it it has that feel to it where they're trapped, they're stranded, and this... it does have the argument that you are being infected. Yeah, and they're being <laughs> infected. So yeah, it turns out that they're like, oh, well, what's wrong with you? Like nothing seems amiss. He's like, I think I just have the flu or something. Uh. Skip to the next scene. We, 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 yeah, we'll go through, we'll finish the synopsis, then we'll get into it. Yeah. So, like he says, people are getting sick. They find him at one point and his arm is wigging out. Like there's a tentacle inside of his arm yeah. trying to get out. It's, it's fucking bizarre. I like the. So they, they cut his arm off with an axe and then cauterize it with a shovel. Brutal as hell. I was not expecting that. He's just like. We need to chop it off. And the next scene, they got the arm there and he hacks it like three times. That's like, for being an independent film, I cannot stress enough that the visuals and sound is great and the effects, they're perfect. Okay, did... Maybe like, I, it's straight out of Hollywood, even though it isn't. Yeah, like, those effects were great. I was the only one that noticed this, but did you notice that there is zero music to it? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but the sound is better. Than yeah, that. like, it's it's very, like... The amb- ambience? Is yes. that what it is? Yeah. Am- ambience and atmosphere. Yeah, it's just spooky as hell. Because, like... It's, well, it, it, spooking is not, because, like, I'm an Elk Free Hillbilly. I was just going to say, so yeah, basically, we live it's in like, the mountains. It's, it's like looking out my door. And so, I'm like, <laughs> you can, you, we go to these places, and we've been in that silence. It's like, like, it's, it's like being at work. There's no escape. There's no, no radio after. Yeah. Can, can you hear me? Can you hear go me? Go ahead, over. But, uh... We're calling me Car 92. So then another guy freaks out and cuts his hand off. He cuts his hand off and it's just like this raggedy stump. And I'm like, let's give that guy a hand. 
<laughs> so, uh, like, that's when they start doing the tests, and they're like, oh, there's these parasitic cells in our bodies. Yeah, and they're... Uh, and at the same time, people who are cells. infected are seeing a Apparition. deer. A deer... Dear God, I believe it is. He well, sees... he, he 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 argues that he is just God. Yeah, he is God. Uh, it's it's fucking weird. Um, I think I think I see what was going on for it. I I have yeah. I don't have an idea. It's probably not like dead on right, but I have an idea. Yeah, we'll go into that at the end. Uh, so anyways, they ha- start having this vision of this deer, and like some of them think that they're the guys are just wigging out, and. The ones that are wigging out are like, no, I've fucking seen this shit moving. Uh, like, there's one part where the guy that, I believe it's the guy that cuts his hand off. The guy who cuts his hand off later shoots himself. Yeah, he shoots he, himself. We'll, we'll get in it. So we're, we're just going to yeah, speed sorry. through this. Because we, we, we got a lot to talk about, unfortunately. Because, like, we love this movie. I bought it. I'm going to show it to people. But, you know, we got a nitpick. Like <laughs> We got we to gotta do some nitpickings. So he shoots himself. They put him in the morgue. Another guy goes crazy and kills the guy who had his arm cut off. Yeah. And as, you know, the inspector's sitting there doing some inspections, the guy who shot himself starts to talk. And he's like, I can't. And he he ends up talking. He's like, humans, you're inconsequential creatures. Yeah, it's very, um, oh, what was that other movie? But uh, so basically, I think before I mentioned these runes they found are... Pre predate the Ice Age, and then the Ice Age thawing out. It's they're like whatever is here. This disease killed them, and that was it. Yeah, like they they're <laughs> like okay, so it went from like them being really happy and healthy, and then as the Ice Age came around, they started to like. There was this deer figure, and them getting sicker, and like cutting like cutting having their... pieces missing <laughs> from their bodies, uh, on their carvings and stuff. And, then, and I must say this, but some people need to close the fucking door. In we're we're going to get into this. We're going to get into this. Like, we're going to go and have our long discussion. But okay. So the guy smashes him in his head in because he's like, oh, he was talking to me. And they're like, oh, I'm going to give you some Xanax. Yeah. So, and the uh, ma- main point is they run out of supplies. Everyone starts to hate each other. And then Mr. The Gentleman of a Persuasion. The, decides yeah. to grab a gun and shoot everybody, and then they shoot him, and then there's only two of them left, and then and the one guy's like, one guy, one guy's like, "Fuck you and your antlers, you goddamn deer god! I'm gonna blow up everything, you goddamn idiot!" So he blows up the whole fucking place, and the other guy escapes. So you think for about a minute or two. I I knew it was coming because you know I thought about this. I know we we made, we made jokes all the way through. You want to. Okay, so end of the movie. This is the end of the movie. At the very start, when the inspector lands, he is told, watch out for bear traps. There's bears everywhere, and we got bear traps everywhere. Laid out everywhere. And, and we're just like, Tenkov's bear trap. We made a million jokes. Somebody's and, getting bear traps. And trapped. Scott's like, if the bear trap gets a guy in the leg in this movie, it's going to get perfect score perfect regardless. Score. So we're waiting, waiting, waiting. He's walking across this frozen lake. Bam! Bear trap. End bear, of the scene. Bear trap. And that is the end of the movie. In the bear trap. And that's it. And I was... I high-fived Bob. He was, like, losing it. I was... I, I screamed out, yes. <laughs> I was that stoked about this. Because I was waiting for that bear trap to get somebody. So, uh, what what our, our basic interpretation of the movie is... This is just... I'm going to run it down before we complain of things. Section of Northern BC. 
frozen. Thaws out with people living there. They're like, oh my god, there's a disease here that's turning us into squid monsters. Yeah, and they've kind of uncovered some of this shit. Yes. So. And it's like, so it's like Lovecraftian horror kind of thing going on. Yeah. And then when you're infected, you can see the deer god. And the deer god basically ends up killing people to prevent them from leaving and spreading. Yeah. So he is... But the thing is, is the deer god, like, like he's like, I am a god and you have no way of... Or no right of comprehending why or how I do yeah. things. He's like, when an animal looks at the sky, he sees points of light. When humans look, look at, at the, the sky, sky they, they see, see hundreds of galaxies and, and planets. He's like, what do you think I saw when I created all of this? Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, I don't care what you say. I don't give a shit. Not a shit. <laughs> so like I say, there's some interpretation there. But basically, it's a well-made horror psychological thriller with a little bit of Lovecraftiness thrown it, in it. It has, like... Like, if, like I say, I I bought the movie halfway through. I was yeah, impressed. I, I really enjoyed it. I wanted uh, a hard copy so I could just, you know, it's like I'm not somewhere that doesn't have the internet. I got a hard copy. That's right. Uh, there's, there's like, remnants of the thing and uh, kind. Yeah, like, the, it's like the body horror is not, like, it's an aspect, but, like, they didn't blow it out of the water. If there's anything no. else. Like, there's, <laughs> oh, what is the other movie? I was, I was wondering, like, we're getting a full over the top. It's like. Kaluthu running around. Yeah, I kind of thought that it was going to be like really corny. And but I'm shit, glad they didn't. No, it, it, they did it very well. And they like kept him like the deer god in the back, so you didn't see like because if it it could have been a shitty costume, honestly. But if well, they it, hit it, it, right, it was it was well made for what it yeah, was. But they hit it right, so like in a different light. But he, like, yeah, when he was standing in the open talking to the guy as he had the dynamite, that looked fine. That looked yeah, great. that looked really good. No, there's another movie. I'm trying to remember what it is, but where the guy's body gets taken over by an alien or something and talks, and like it was, it reminded me spot on of that scene, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" You're not talking about Independence there. I am. That's oh, exactly God. what I was thinking of. <laughs> just All the right. way he did that. All like, right. So let's let's get into the movie. We're gonna talk this movie. We're gonna say, like, we love this movie. We love that it was pointed out to us. Like I say, yeah. I bought it halfway through. I enjoyed this movie. It was a great, well-made movie. It was incredible. Like, the visuals and the audio. Like, oh. I, if you didn't tell me this was an independent movie, I might be like, oh, it's a little bit of a low-budget studio thing, but this is just people doing their own things. Like, screw the major studios. I, yeah, I believe it said, like, $200,000 budget. They spent that money well. It, it was very well done. Like, the the those opening scenes are fucking epic. Like, those are such nice shots of BC, especially growing up in BC, like, for us. Like, we could look at that film and go, okay, well, that's, like, close to us, <laughs> it seems like, at least. Well, it's like, I look, I'm pretty sure I was in some of those background scenes, yeah. just walking, they're like, hey, get this guy out of here! <laughs> What's that little tiny midget doing in the background? <laughs> but, uh, okay, now we're gonna get into our nitpicking, because we're jerks, we're cynical jerks. We are jerks. kind of jerks, we do pick stuff apart. Alright, let's do this. Okay. Was this film sponsored by Levi's and Marlboro? And the first, like, it stops maybe three quarters in, but it's like, if you're not drinking or throwing a ball, you're having a smoke. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of smoking. Like, they smoke more than Bruce Willis and Die Hard. We were, we were making jokes about that a little Cause bit, because we're like, my God, like, every other scene is like... In Die ah. Hard, that's all it is. He's like, I'm going to Flavortown. And in this, they fucking were Flavortown. Yeah. <laughs> 
Population 6, Flavortown. Flavortown. Dear man, do you want a cigarette? No, Dear- I'm good, thanks. <laughs> God for the help. He, he actually he was actually smoking in his seat. <laughs> like, he was silhouetted when the guy was walking through and he finally saw him. He was like, what is that? And you just see the deer smoking with a cigarette in his hoof. And he's like... It's a Marlboro light. <laughs> That's another thing, is that we're watching this movie and there's like nine deer... In Scott's yard at this point, like every 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 so point, weird. every point the deer creature would point out, I'd look at his window and be like, "Hey, Scott, a deer!" And he'd be like, "Oh yeah," and he looked over. And, and then like, the deer, like all the deer were like looking in the window and they're looking at the deer god, then looking at us, then looking at the deer god, then looking at us, <laughs> like they were getting I, ideas. We sh- we are not shitting you. There were deer watching the movie. It looked like at least. And then and then Scott finally scared him off, and they went in his backyard, and then yeah. his family were like. Daddy, there's there's deer in the backyard. Deer everywhere, Dad. And they're standing on their rear hooves. <laughs> it feels like there's a tentacle coming out of my arm. And, at that point, and I, I was like, shut up, go upstairs. At that point, I was like, Scott, give me your gun. <laughs> <laughs> so the cops are on their way. <laughs> but we're still going to do this podcast. We're going to get this done. Uh, tentacles. Are, oh, I can't hold my mic anymore. My hands are tentacles. <laughs> the thing that drove me nuts about it was the fucking doors were never closed. Okay, in this movie... They say it's minus 50. It is not minus 50. We have been in Elkford and... Are, okay, oh, I dropped it again where coolies. we live. We've had minus 40 temperatures, minus 50. We've had, we've closed the schools on days. I remember growing up. And we, it, we, we have a rough idea of what minus 50 looks and feels like. And this wasn't minus 50. It looked pretty warm. It was a good, like... It was like maybe minus 3. Maybe. <laughs> 10 max. Whatever, it was, it was a nice hot sun, too. But That's right. What, one of our major problems with this movie, and we, we couldn't understand why, is the breaks in days. Yeah, if they if there was no breaks in days, it would have been... Even better. Yeah, because, like... Like, there, like there's a three-day break for some reason in this movie, or is it three or five day? Three and the or guy, five. The guy's apron is still covered in blood from cutting the guy's arm off. It seems like it might have been added, like, just... Like, if you listen to this, Mr. Nick... Nick, I'm sorry, Nick, we cannot pronounce your name. I'm sure you'll tell us. you know. <laughs> but if you could tell us, like, if the, that was, like, the original idea, that would be great. Yeah, because... like, without that, it, like, we were just imagining that, how it would be smoother. Yeah. Like, it, I, know, I know it's trying to, like, show time is passing, becoming desperate. We're like, eh. It didn't even need that. Like, it was just, it was perfect the way it was. Like, you could have, I don't know. It, we're, it nitpick, just, we're nitpicky. Yeah. Like, we don't see us making movies. No. We're definitely not making movies yet. No, I'm joking. We're going to make, like, the worst movie ever. And then have a remake of it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do the same movie seven times. It'll be great. It'll just be, like, a man going to get groceries, and then, like, I don't know, deer monsters come out and attack him. It'll be called called Deer Grocer. (laughs) Would you like paper or fur? (laughs) Yeah, like, our idea is pretty stupid, so, uh... But, yeah, I... Enjoyed the movie. What do you think about the, uh, we should talk about the generator. Cause I know, yeah. I know we had a moment cause like I say in, in movie context, it's like minus 50. It's horrible weather out there. Like, that, that generator is running all night, every day. And there's, there's, there's like, there's, there's no gas. And Scott points out that every time they leave a cabin, they leave the door open in minus 50 weather. Um, yeah, the other thing that really annoyed Scott, like he, he started like vomiting ink. He was <laughs> oh. so mad. The snowmobile? Well, the, no, not that. Well, oh. I was under a tarp. We don't know if that was a snowmobile. Or not. It sure just that looked was a like snowmobile. one. But uh, when the main one of the characters comes in and he goes into the fridge and he takes out a glass of water. Yeah. 
like gets the, a glass there's of no water. gas and we're running the refrigerators even though Under the it's fridge. minus 50 outside i was like why even if it was juice any beverage at all just put it outside it's put cold it outside. out there it's cold there leave it leave it on the <laughs> counter it's gonna it's gonna be still as refreshing if anything you want to warm it up so that kind and like like I said, these are just like our these, little these, nitpicks. These are, these are jokes and nitpicks. We don't mean these seriously. No, it's <laughs> this movie is great. Uh, it I don't watch horror movies usually because I'm not a big horror. Plus, fan. the thing is, it's it's not over the top. It's 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 a slower movie, it's but a, I can appreciate that. It's a, it builds up the suspense of what it's supposed to be, and then like like you said, it just like most most mo- most I guess audience people like they want to see scary like. Ah! Yeah, it's not full of jump scares. This is just, it's slow, steady, and it constantly builds up to the end. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I'm just trying to think of another movie like that. Well, the, I watched that, I didn't enjoy it, but the original version of, like, Let the Right One In, that's pretty slow. Yeah, the uh, Let the Right One In, it was so good. The one that doesn't have kick-ass hit girl in it? Yeah, that made no <laughs> sense. And it wasn't even... The original Let the Right One In doesn't need another version of it. Sure it does. Every every foreign movie that is a little bit successful needs an American but was, version. I don't even think it had subtitles, did it? It was it all did. in English, wasn't it? The version, I don't know, the version I watched was subbed. It was still amazing. Anyways. It was okay, but, you know, little gay vampire boy with his gay human lover. and it got a little weird. <laughs> it got weird, but it was I, I, don't, I don't mind the homosexuality, but just like, wait, so they're vampire and transgender? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, anyways, I'm so on. confused. Moving on from that. Yeah, I just I like the ramping of it. It had good pacing. I think the deer was scary. Do you? No. No. I, I didn't was, find it scary. I, liked it. I enjoyed it because it was interesting and creepy. Yeah. It. Yeah. Like you said, it has that creepy creepiness to it. Like it just it ramps. It's real and ramps enough. And ramps. <laughs> then you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Or like that look. What did you call that look? Oh, when he does the Kubrick look? Yeah, the Kubrick look. When he looks... It's just like, it cuts to him and he's got the eyebrows down looking over. Yeah, oh. Um... Yeah, Scott's son came in he's like, he looks mad. Yeah, he looks mad, Dad. What the hell movie is that? The Shining. The Shining look. Yeah, that's Kubrick. Yeah. But yeah, just the way he did that, you go, oh, snap. Yeah. Say, we're, we're just we're nitpicking jerks. This is a very well-made movie we enjoyed. Honestly, that bear trap at the end, like the way that was Scott, set up. Scott lost it. It was Chenkov. I really did. It was Chenkov's bear trap and it went off. <laughs> I was just like, fuck yes. That's what I wanted to see. And the guy that got the bear trap. Was the one who got warned about it. Yeah. That's... No, no, no. I was going to say he also looks like Peter Dinklage yeah, we in were, this it, like any, so many times. Any scene that he's not wearing his toque. Like for a second, uh, uh, that's the sad thing. We were both watching it. It was like, why is Peter Dinklage in yeah, this movie? Only for three scenes, but he was there. And he, like, yeah. oh, that's the inspector doctor. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, holy Oh, crap. another scene I did enjoy is when, spoilers, everybody else is dead except for the last two guys. And he's trying to patch him up. He's like, he's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. We need a doctor. And he's trying I, to stop him from bleeding. He's like, I really don't know what I'm doing. And he's it's like, true. He's like, I'm an archaeologist. He's like, ah. Let me hit you with my axe. Yeah. So, I would give this like honestly. I'd give it a solid four to five. I give it higher. I give four point five. I'm giving it a five out of five just because of that bear trap. So that's four point seven five. Yes. Like if you, 
Even that bear trap, it's like it was. We, that was the only we, reason we, we were arguing. But it's like they're talking about a bear trap, so somebody's going to fall on a bear trap. Yeah. So my words, or to, aren't they? Is it a is it a red herring? Yeah. My words to Bob were at that point: if somebody gets bear trapped and, t- and it gets them in the leg, yeah, ten out of five. <laughs> so that's why it gets this. So, r- so this rating. movie has an aggregate score of like seven point seven something out, out of, of five. five. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Congratulations, you broke the curve. <laughs> <laughs> you broke the curve. <laughs> so yeah. An- yeah. Yeah, if you if you can check out this movie, it's on iTunes. It's there's one DVD left on Amazon.ca if you act fast. That's right. Um <laughs> I'll also shout out his Twitter because hey, I want to give him all the props that I can because You made a great movie. Yeah, exactly. And then he told us that he made a great movie. <laughs> That's right, and I am more that, that, than... That's ballsy. It's like, I made a great movie. I'm going to tell you I made I, a good movie. I can't remember if I reached out to him or if he reached out to me. But did, he, did he use the tentacle? He did. Um, I, it, I, I I quite enjoy that, like you say. It is cleverer than most of the things that I'm seeing through mainstream. Oh. Like, when, when he puked out ink, I was like, that's ink he's puking out. And then it's yeah. like, he's turning into a cephalopod. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what they say. They turn him into... So, <laughs> So yeah, me, me and Scott argued about that. It's like, oh, what was he eating? It's like he's been drinking ink. So if you would like to get a hold of him, it's <coughs> at S Z O W H A T on Twitter. Um, yeah, like I said, we've been talking since. Um, what what about his uh, last month? He must have like a Twitch and a Zoomer and a Blonzo or whatever you guys. No, are no, he doesn't have any of that. I don't. I don't think he does. Um, but also a cool thing was is uh, that video game in the movie, the the crazy one. The one that's like the ROM port he's playing on the computer. Yeah, he made that. He made that ROM or he made he the whole made, game? He made that game. <coughs> yeah. So uh, th- I heard that on another podcast I listened to about him because uh, he's been on a couple podcasts and I wanted to kind of get a little more info on him. And yeah, so he made that ROM, which was kind of cool, which kind of ties into our little spiel we do here because we talk about video games and movies but this is a video game and a movie so this is like right there and that's <laughs> gameception right so yeah thanks again to nick we may have more news coming up with him we've talked a little bit about maybe doing an interview with him i'd clap but i have hands for tentacles or tentacles yeah. for hands it, it's a real sticky mess <laughs> <laughs> so anyways yeah black mountainside go check it out guys it's really good it's really well done we had a great time watching it. And, uh, yeah, go check out Nick for sure. If you have the attention span of a gnat, you'll be bored. But if you can appreciate art and movies, you'll probably be fine. Yeah, you'll probably enjoy this. So, okay, so moving on. Next, what did we watch, Bob? We watched a movie that I quite enjoyed, a comedy called Space Cop. S- what, Spixbox? Skipscop. Skipscop. <laughs> uh, okay, so. I'll let you run this one down. I'll just get into it. Oh, spoilers too. If you haven't seen Skip Scop. Yeah. Spoilers for Skip Scop. So there's this company based out of Milwaukee called Red Letter Media. They hate and, Kevin Smith. And I, I came across <laughs> them because, you know, I was bored and I was looking up Godzilla movies on YouTube and I found this thing called Half in the Bag for reviewing Godzilla 2014 and 1998. And I was like, interesting. So then I, mm. then they hooked me. They got their... Claws they got their me. little red little hooks into you. <clears throat> so uh, they made a couple feature films, and uh, this is one of the ones I happen to own. I bought it, and uh, 
It's Scott, you're 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 less of a red red letter media fan than I am, so why don't you go give us the plot synopsis? The plot synopsis? Okay, so Space Cop is a cop that fucks everything up, it seems like. <laughs> he he's very jo- He does his job great. Yeah. He kills people. <laughs> yeah, he's socially awkward as shit. Um anyways, he chases down a sp- or he gets promoted to space traffic cop. Traffic cop. Chases down a guy, ends up getting sucked into a wormhole. It takes him back in time to 2007. Then he is stuck in 2000, or he's stuck in that time period. So he becomes a cop for eight years. Yeah, for eight years. So 2015, right? Yeah. And then he notices, he goes to a cryogenic lab to bust these guys trying to break into the cryogenic lab. And they're actually aliens. They're the aliens he was chasing. So it turns out to be, and he starts, they start a gunfight and the one guy ends up coming out and she, it turns out that that's old cop, old cop, what do they call him? He's a real name, but yeah. he's cop from the past. Cop, yeah. He's the cop from the past. He's from the forties or sixties. I think they say forties. Yeah. I can't remember. But so anyways, they team up to take down the gold bandit. The gold <laughs> bandit. Is that what his name is? I think you're talking about the little boy with the beard. Yeah. The little boy with the beard. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so they go and they, f- they find him going into Alien Metalworks, <laughs> I believe is what it's called. <coughs> it was, I think it was Alien something alloys, like yeah, poly Yeah, Ali- Alien alloys. Which it would basically amounts to Alien Steel. Yeah, a- alien. yeah, yeah. Uh, they figure out that they're aliens, they, they have to, they get sucked, or the aliens go up in their ship, space cop. An old cop follow them up into the ship. Space cop, they say that you can't solve anything with violence, but fuck that space cop. <laughs> Took it to him and solved everything with violence. There's a brain that he punches. I think I think you're missing the point. This is a B movie oh, comedy. Oh, this is super B comedy. It's a it's B movie very... comedy. It's all the the most important aspect is just the comedy. Yeah, it. <laughs> the story's just something to throw things around. Yeah, it's very punny. There is so many puns. And so many like, did you did you? It's like I say, it's it's got its ups and downs. But you enjoy? Did you enjoy the jokes? I loved the jokes. Like every time I was laughing, it was genuine laughter. The actors are charismatic. Yeah, the, the, like the whole red lot of meter game. They're charismatic. That's there's a few. That's all that can be with, said about with it. Old cop where he's like, "Hi, why can't I smoke in the office <laughs> building now?" You can't smoke in an office. Can't smoke anywhere. You can't punch suspects. You yeah. can't make. Love to a, a woman, woman against who her will. Want to? It's against her will. Yeah. Uh, they had really. Yeah, I like the comedy of it. Uh, what do you think? Well, I, I, I'm obviously I quite enjoyed it because I bought it. <laughs> yeah, like it. Like the only shitty part was like you'd have like really good laughs and then like a lull and then a really good laugh and a lull and a really good laugh and a lull. The thing is, I enjoy the lulls too. So it's yeah. Like, eh. <laughs> Like, there was another part where they're, like, trying to figure out who stole the containers. And he's like, oh, let me put this tape in. And it's this guy, like, jerking off in these bushes of this woman. He's like, this is really awkward for you. Yeah, pervert. Yeah, fucking pervert. Yeah. So. I'd, I'd love to talk about it more. But, you know, it's, it's a funny comedy that they made. Yeah. It, 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 it's, like, when it comes to the same thing, audio and video quality, like, the set's they're obviously horrible but like the actual filming you know what though it's it, it's a lot like battlestar galactica <coughs> yes the sets and you're like well it, 
They're not terrible. It's in service of the movie, so it's fine. Yeah. It's the not... fact that it's purposely a B-movie comedy, it doesn't take you out of the movie. No, exactly. It, it was pretty funny. Uh, like, Space Cop beating up the little kid was fucking amazing. You love that whole yeah. sequence. He, shoot, he shoots the dad, and he's like, I'm fucking getting... <laughs> Kick, the kid's gone. Yeah, kick, kick your fucking ass. <laughs> beat your face. <laughs> Get back. <laughs> oh, yeah, you... Oh, we forgot to... Okay, so there's an end credit scene after the credits. Oh. It shows the kid. He's got a big scar on his face. Oh, really? And it shows, like, space cop hero. He's just, like, sitting there angrily looking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And the point about this kid is that he ends up killing space cop's wife, wife. and then he gets gunned down. <laughs> So, yeah. Time he, paradox. He created his own yeah, villain. Yeah, he created his own villain, which is fucking great. So, yeah. I, did I you really... learn a lesson? No. Did anyone learn a lesson? No. No. Was they, anyone supposed to learn a lesson? No. No. That other, the other end part where he's like, got a key to the city. He's like, fucking ungrateful people. <laughs> it's like, oh, thankless job. <laughs> a thankless job. Yeah, I had a good good laugh about that, too. I enjoy watching Red Letter Meteor. I look forward to every release they do, so I'm pretty biased. Yeah. So I'll give it a 10 out of 5. A 10 out of 5? Uh, I can say we, we could talk about it more, but basically all you have to know is yeah. it, it's a comedy. It's it's really hard to go into detail on it. Well, it's just, if you're just going to explain the plot line, it's like, there's the plot line. It's something to hang your jokes on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll give it's it like a- <coughs> if I was going to explain Naked Weapon. Yeah, very very <laughs> similar, right? It's it's slap slapstick comedy that doesn't really. Like I I love Naked Gun. Yeah, I love every movie in it. But if you're gonna sit there and explain it to someone, maybe it's hard. Like, maybe like, what's what, the appeal? What the fuck is Naked? Yeah, why would anybody <laughs> ever watch that, right? Uh, I'll give it a three and a half. Okay, so it'll get like a four something then. <laughs> four something if you give it ten. <coughs> well, I, can, I can only give it a five. I, oh. I I can't do what you did. I... Oh come on. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I give it a three and a half. I I love the joke writing. The joke writing was great in it. I had fun watching it with you. Thanks for bringing it over, Bob. Now, we could watch Gorilla Interrupted, but I don't think anyone would enjoy that. But we could watch the documentary of making Gorilla Interrupted. I think people would love that. So you're probably more interesting. Like that, I I bought the DVD of that just to get the, like the, the get making the of it. Oh, okay. Because that, like, like, that's the way more interesting part than the movie. The movie is like... And you said that was one of their first ones they made? Yeah. Nice. It's just, when you hear the behind the scenes, it's like how how not to make a movie. Yeah. It's like, the, the, it's, the documentary is great. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I like you just have to put me up to the scene from Clockwork Orange with the eyes and again, yep. the drops it to force me to watch the movie. But to watch like how not to make the movie, it's great. All right, with that, we could probably wrap off our two movies. We watched two independent movies because, you know, we're so hipsters, I guess. Well, we're hipster glasses, yeah, even though we're hillbillies. Right. That doesn't make any sense, but it's Hipsters true. Hipsters for life. That's right. <laughs> Bob wears plaid all the time, too. So, But I'm a lumberjack, so that kind of counts. <laughs> like so, I, I remember that one year I cut down 40 trees. And that was right. in one day. And he was like, look at my beard. It just grew in like <laughs> automatically after that 40 the tree fell down. It was just like... <laughs> and he had a beard. I was, I, was, I, was, I was still getting paid to do that, too. <laughs> so They were upset with me after, but I was getting paid to do that. That's right. What else did we do? We played video games. Some video I, games. I got lots to talk about, so I'll let you talk first. So we got a game from... Did we not review that yet? What one? 
No, I'm going to talk about one game that we got. One of the ones we got. Oh, okay. Because we've been, I've been talking to a lot of different devs and I was stuff. Like, I, I was pretty sure we did the Artifix Monday game. Yes, we did do Artifix Monday. I was Monday. like, did we forget to do that? Uh, I can remember filming it. So Red Hook Studios, I don't know if you guys know who they are. They make Darkest Dungeon. Uh, Darkest Dungeon just got released for the Xbox. So I sent a message. I said, look, we'd really like to review your game. Guess what? They sent us a code. I popped it in. And I played about six hours, probably, of Darkest Dungeon. Was it a dark game? It's a super dark game. How how were, like, the brightness levels of, you know, was Ah. was was there an option to make it brighter? No. So it was basically... they wanted it super... It was just a black screen. With noises? Yeah. And you go, ah! (laughs) Ah! (laughs) And you were like, what the fuck am I wearing? Occasionally there's, like, a thud in your controller when you hit a wall. That's right. It was searching through the dark. Because you can't see nothing. No, it was so it's like a a dungeon crawler, and first person, third person, ah, uh, third person, like side view, like they scroll, like platformer style almost. I see. Where they scroll across the screen, um, it's super dark though. Like, so as you you get guys added to your roster, roster, and they get they build up their stats and get better at what they can do, but. The, there's permadeath also. So like you lose a squad member and that's it. Yeah, he's gone for good. The other weird part is, is like as you're traversing these dungeons, if a member, like you get spooked out, your guys get spooked out in the dungeons or if they take a critical hit or if one of your other people die, they get affected by that. And they can either go like, oh, they become heroic or courageous or like something good. They just turn around and say, Bye. Or pretty much. So, like, they'll get, like, a deep depression or an untamed mind or something. And it, like, really fucks with them. And they can't go... Like, they can have heart attacks if they get too scared. I'm coming, Elizabeth! Yeah, pretty much. It's really weird. I haven't really gotten, like, deep, deep into it. But, like, from what I played of it, it's... So, is it, is it like, single playthrough, get, and then you can make another run-through kind of thing? I think you could just keep going and playing and playing and playing. I don't think it has an end. I think you just keep going through the dungeons until you run out of dungeons, I would think. It was pretty good. It wasn't my style of game. I think that it was fun, though. So if I were to, I could suggest it to people. Probably, I, I, I give it a two and a half, but I can't say that somebody else wouldn't enjoy this game way more than me. Uh, what do you, like, if you're, if you're going to go check it out, go check it out. I can tell you that the gameplay is good. The menus suck. (laughs) So you don't know what things do what things you have. There's no indication. Well, there is it, but you, it doesn't, I don't know if it tells you to press the left trigger. And I was like trying to figure this out. And then like, I accidentally pressed the left trigger and I was like, Oh, shit. Like, that's what all this stuff does. Oh, it cures this or it cures that. The other really nice thing is that there's no healing potions. You get food that can heal you, but you're not healed all the way up. It's like one point per piece of food. So you can't, like, just spam health potions. And your guys get full if they eat too much. So it, it's it's weird. It, it, was, it was a good weird. I'll, I'll give it a two and a half, and I'll thank uh, Red Hook Studios again for sending us that code. So if you were, you were, if you were deeper into more realistic dungeon crawling, people yeah, would probably give, give it a higher I, score? I think that people would give it a much higher score. Like I said, um, 
I know that it has been reviewed very well. Except by you. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just not for me. Uh, if you're into those kind of games, if you get, like games like, say, kind of like Boulder's Gate, but not really. What about it? Is it like, mm, no, I guess that's different. It, it's such <laughs> a different game. You'd have to try it out. And, like, so at the start, like, when you first get your guys, like, they're all like, oh, let's go and, like, fuck some people up and then like after their first dungeon they're like i never want to go back there again and then so you have to send them to like the whorehouse or to the bar or to a church i'm not joking my one guy got syphilis at the whorehouse and then he died and that messes with their brains too right so so like it's very in-depth i just it wasn't for me if it was like unbiasedly i would give it probably a four it's if I were to like that kind of game or yeah. So thank you to Red Hook Media for sending us that. Red Hook much. Media. <laughs> or Red Hook Studios, sorry. Um, yeah, I very much appreciated that and uh, can't wait to do work with you guys more. Bob, I heard that you played a game too. Yeah, I, I played a game. I heard it was an MMO. It's an MMM. It's an MM foe. Is it MMO? It's a, a foe MM. MMM foe. It's an M&M? <laughs> it's evidence. <laughs> so, what game did you check out, Bob? I played Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet, which is a sequel to an earlier Sword Art Online title. Sword Art HG, I guess. Maybe I didn't bother to look up the <laughs> words, but that's the acronym. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> It'll be like HD. I'll say Healing Garden, Halo, Grass, I don't know. HD? HG. Like, this is FB for Fatal Bullet? Guts. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so... Hot giblets. I, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, it's an MMO with, you know, up to eight players. And we had talked about this, like, and I wanted... Like, I was going to get it, too, if Bob said it was good. Pretty much. I was going off of Bob's thoughts on, hey, it was good. Check it, this it, out. It is a... Uh, that's the thing, is the game... Universe and the show universe are two separate canons. So, yeah. So basically, this is the game universe of the Fatal. It's like all of Gun Gale Online, that whole thing with you know Death Gun and all that nonsense. Which I haven't checked. Out it has though. its own original story, but basically, you go through campaign mode and you can get one of three or four different endings. Then you can start a new game plus where you keep your level and gear, but you can change your avatar and you play through the story mode again. I know there's going to be DLC and other random nonsense added in, so there's like areas that have things you can't do yet. Oh, really? It was it worth the, what I paid? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get into this a little bit. Like, okay. no. I, I I enjoy Sword Art Online. It's so like, do I. Like some people were like, "Oh, it's for plebs." It's like, yeah, I enjoy it. It's cute. It's fun. Yeah. I went and saw the movie in Japan. I was like, yeah, it's not bad. I didn't go to Japan to see the movie. I just happened to be in Japan when it Japan was showing. Godzilla. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so I was there and I was like, oh, Sword Art Online is still playing. I was like, oh, I'll check it out. So yep. I watched it. I was like, yeah, it's not bad. That's good. But here's the but now. This but. particular game. You can see it's not a real MMO per se. There's an online co-op mode where you could yeah. have four players. do, But it's like it's not the whole game. It's not like you could go play through a campaign. See, and that's what I we were hoping that me and you could play it together as a campaign and go through with the story. Yeah, and like, like that's the fact not. that you finish the game and it resets, and there's yeah. Kirito mode you can unlock to play as Kirito. Oh, okay. Like, the whole game is like 
Oh, it, it's it's a, it's a lot of fan service, obviously. Yeah. Like, I guess that's what people enjoy. I'm cynical and cruel, so I don't enjoy that anymore. Bob but... likes better anime. <laughs> well, here's what, here's what I was thinking for the whole time I was playing Fatal Bullet. Like, you know, SAO is its own thing. But this video game, I kept having flashbacks to Dot .hack. There's a Dot .hack game out, too, now. There's a lot of Dot .hack games out. Dot .hack was originally a game... Plus the show and other stuff. It was like a multimedia platform when it was coming out, but the games were the primary thing. Maybe we should check out a dot .hack game soon. Like the new the new one from GU, GU Plus. What's that on? I think it's only on PlayStation, well, which really pissed me we off. We can get that. I can get that at least. Well, I, I, I have to get my PlayStation at some point. It's, yeah. It's pissing me off, but at some point I have to play those games that are sitting on my shelf. How many do you have? What all do you have on your shelf? Bunch of Godzilla games, some other anime games, Gundam games. They're all on PlayStation. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Speed Racer. <laughs> the fact that this came out on Xbox made me smile and laugh, but the gameplay and how things are going down, it's just reminds you of Dot Hack, and I know Dot Hack is decades older, but like all the interactions, there's no other actual characters. Every character's an NPC that you're dealing with. Okay. Which kind of It's eh. just like it's like a faux MMO just like Dot Hack was. Okay. That's why every, every... I know I keep relating to Dot .hack, but, you know, it's a fair comparison. Well, Sword Art is Dot .hack, right? It's Dot .hack cranked to 11. Yeah. <laughs> Which, people, yeah. people are like, no, it isn't. There's, 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 like, it's a video game about a video game, or in this case, a show about being trapped in a video game, a la... That is a video game? But the, like Whoa. I said, the, the, the fact <laughs> that it's a video game that in a video game, I was getting my Dot .hack, and basically... Yeah. The fact that you're Cause, there, there's set areas you can go into, there's set monsters. All everyone around you is an NPC. It's an yeah. AI. There's no actual MM unless you go to co-op mode. Because when we first started kind of hanging out, you guys, somebody had mentioned Sword Art, and I was like, "Oh, what's that about?" And they told me, and I was like, "I swear I've seen that before." So I'm thinking I've watched either some of Dot Hack already, and now I've watched Sword Art. Yeah, it's really confusing. I'm a dot hack boy. I, I I enjoy SAO as much as the next guy, but it's like if there's gonna be a toss up, I like I gotta go with my main man kite. I'm sorry, kite. dot dot hack. Like if uh, we're getting into spoilers for this for anyone who hasn't played Fatal Bullet, yeah, or watched the show. So the actual like original game content, there's there's their own little separate campaign. Yeah. So basically, it ends up with. There's four new characters. There's the player character. There's your friend Korea. There's the uncrowned queen. And then there's Balthazar, Joe, Owen, Itsuki. Okay. So basically, Itsuki's being a bitch. Traps you, Korea, and everybody else. Except for Balthazar, Joe, who gets off scot-free. <laughs> he sends them nerve gears that they have to put on. So basically, it's like the original incident. If you die, it'll you kill die. you. Dun, dun, and then they dun. have to fight off a boss. And depending on what you do, you get the ending. And that's... Like, the original content for the game is just that one specific mission. So did you end up getting different endings? I've gotten the two bad endings, and I'm working on the good ending now. Oh, nice. Okay. So you're getting your money's worth out of it. Well, like, it's it's not a bad game. Like, as it functions, it is basically a third-person shooter with squads. Oh, okay. You can have three AIs helping you. Oh, that's kind of nice. They're annoying, and they never do what they're supposed (laughs) to, but... It's just one guy running into a wall for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but like like I say, when I keep thinking about Dot Hack, Dot Hack, the first Dot Hack game was a series of four games. It was all original storyline, which is cool. Like, and this is an adaptation of an arc from a TV show with only like one single separate mission. I know it's all different because of the game reverse canon, but yeah, it's like. Play this story you've seen before. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but you're the character. That's uh, that's another thing that really annoys me. because like, How as we- as the player character, you're a Mary Sue. It's like, oh, Kirito and all his friends love you and want to hang out with you. And I was like, I was like, I don't want to hang out with those guys. I'd rather hang out with this guy Balthazar Joe. He's big, ugly, wears a beret, and he carries dual machine guns. I want to hang out with this guy. <laughs> that guy seems like a real classy cat. Um, like just the I how was the character creation? Or was there any, really? There's no choice except to be an anime pretty boy or an anime girl. Oh, that kind of sucks. I made my guy as ugly and surly as I could, but still, like... (laughs) He's still pretty pretty. You you go by standards and I'm a pretty boy. I could see that. You got those devilish good looks. Well, I do, like in real life. (laughs) That's right. As as I say at work, you clean up nice. Now I make you squeal up it. Nice, he says. Uh, Would you recommend this game? I would recommend this game for SAO fans. But you wouldn't. That's a pretty, I guess, lame recommendation. But you wouldn't recommend it for just. There's just so much fan service in it, and if you want to play, if you want to play a game that has like loot systems and drops, and you just want to play third person with your friends online, there's so many better options. Oh, okay. So it is loot based. Well, like it's random rolls for different guns. There's different levels of rarity. Oh, okay. But you get like. (laughs) <laughs> wait it's, is there a loot cave in this game well there is and there isn't <laughs> but like it's a third person squad shooter if you want just ais and play by yourself and you love sao you'd probably love this game like it would okay. be it would be a five out of five for you if you're like a cynical person who just wants to play third person shooters with your friends it's it's just co-op mode but yeah if, if you've no interest in sao you're probably not gonna buy this game no like this is a game Made for SAO fans. That's their market, I'm guessing. And if, sorry, if you guys don't know what SOA is. It's Sword, a Art, Sword Art Online. Online. Uh, it's an anime. Check it out. I, I enjoy it. So. Wait, are you a weeb? Yeah. <laughs> I'm slowly turning to the dark weeb. So that's the, that's the sad part. Is it like you gotta, oh. you gotta control the darkness with it. <laughs> yeah. Me, yes, it's, yes. it's effortless. Let it come. Once you once you go to the dark side so much, it's like it's like negative darkness, and you're fine. But you gotta cross that path, and it's painful. Take the darkness, be one with the darkness. Get down with the sickness. <laughs> so, anyways, Bob, what was your ghost rating on this one? Um, like I said, I'm gonna have to give it. I give it four point five out of five for an Sao fan and for. Just third-person solid gameplay with AIs, I don't know, two and a half, two. See, cause, so it's very <laughs> similar to the game I played then. If you're into it? If you're into it, you're going to really it. like this game. And if you're not, you're going to be like, eh, that's if you okay. love this, If you love SAO when they're in Gun Gale, then you'd love this game. That's right. So <laughs> You get to role-play and hang out with Kirito. And it, then for another part of the game, you get to play as Kirito. Kirito! And I, I've noticed something in this game which made me <laughs> laugh. Maybe because, you know, just... but. Whenever I'm in like a one-on-one situation yep. in like a player battle or whatnot against an AI, whenever I try to like hide or do any advanced <laughs> tactics, it's like things end badly. 
whenever I need to beat someone, it's just like pull out gunners or whatever, and I run directly at them and just Shoot. onslaught them mercilessly. Gotcha. And that's how it seems. To, like it's like anything clever? Nah, just. Yep. Gotcha, shoot him <laughs> shoot him that works better <laughs> so uh anything else we want to cover before we uh head out well we're gonna do a couple big episodes this year we're gonna probably yeah. try to do a couple video episodes i don't want to put them up till we get more of them even yeah. though they're gonna be boring to watch this is just spoilers and heads up it's yeah. just gonna be people talking probably yeah we got some things coming up like i said uh we i've talked to nick uh the guy the director of black mountain side um, he might be interested in doing an interview. Uh, there's another game developer company called Household. I think it's Household. Uh, their game director also might be interested in doing an interview with us, uh, which would be really nice. They have also sent us a code. Um, yeah, it's Household Gaming. Interviews with Hillbillies. That should, have been, right. uh, that should have been the title of our show. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, we got some stuff coming up, and hopefully it's go it goes good. Um, uh, you got any shoutouts for today? Nah, nah. Uh, I so, want to shout out to Balthazar Joe because he's the manliest man, and that's what I can appreciate. That's right. Uh, I got a couple. Uh, I want to shout out the Twitch fam. Um, I also want to shout out Voss Gaming. I'll um, shout out Cade. There, he's he's <laughs> shouting out tunes. Uh, so if you guys want to go over, go www twitch dot tv slash v u e s underscore um you can go over there check it out check it out i am the dungeon master for them uh we sometimes play D D. i'm sorry bob i'm getting i'm getting the shame scalding face that's the you're a two-timing dm that's right i am a two-timing dm uh it's like oh you can't be there in person well then i'll just leave i'll take yeah. my board and i'll leave i'm I'm better than this. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I wanted to shout those guys out. They're uh, really cool. I enjoy all their content. Um, also, I would like to say you can get a hold of us at... Are you going to say something, Bob? No, I'm just thinking oh. maybe we should get Mike stands. Like yeah. That interview with Cade, Cade just in his constant whining about having to hold his microphone. Yeah. If you didn't want to hold your microphone, why would it be built to be held? <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, you can reach us at... BNS Awesome Pod on Twitter. You can also reach us at BNS Awesome Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Please send us an email. No one sent us an email still? We have emails from like Game Dev Studios. But no, per- no but, people. But no, no people. No, no random normal people. Hey, game developers, if you want an Xbox, ask a question. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if you guys shoot us a anything, we're, we're up for it. We got games. We got... Uh, a bunch of stuff to give away. So, I have a but, large amount of compressed plywood. That's right. Give that away. You can get a hold of us there. If, um, you, if you need to build a fence or anything else for interior, we have a amount of plywood. That's right. Uh, only, also, only open for devs. If a regular person <laughs> wants plywood, I'm you don't sorry, get you don't get if you're a regular person. Only you only get an Xbox. <laughs> uh, you can also find me streaming over at www.twitch.tv slash inked guy i-n-k-3-d-g-u-i so for bns awesome podcast episode 15 did we actually mention our real names at some point during this i know we use, it, we use our fake names <laughs> and you're <laughs> i'm bob and uh yeah i just thought of that like if somebody turned into this is the first episode I'd be like why is it called bns well who's billy d williams <laughs>
<laughs> if you don't know who Billy D. Williams is, well, I guess kids these days wouldn't know, would they? Probably not. I hate these. I hate this generation. God damn kids. So yeah, have a great time. Enjoy your weekend, and go play some games. You betcha.